This is E2B, Energy to Business, a podcast by Opportune, where we bring you in-house expertise that serves all energy sectors. We examine emerging financial and technology trends and provide a broad perspective on ways to stay ahead, create opportunities, and execute market strategies. Hey there, everyone. It's Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and welcome to another episode of E2B, Energy to Business, an Opportune podcast. You're obviously noticing the set might be a little different today, right? We're in a nice studio, and that means that we're doing an on-camera and in-person studio interview for today's episode of the show, which is always exciting. So thank you again for tuning into the episode as we continue to break down trends uh, that impact the larger oil and gas, but also energy industries and shed a little more light on Opportune as a company and some of our strategic vision. Before we get into today's talking points, I wanna make sure that you're all caught up on previous Opportune content. So make sure that you're heading to our website, opportune.com. Again, opportune.com. There you'll find uh, previous conversations and episodes of E2B, as well as other resources like articles, videos, white papers, blog posts, you name it. You can also subscribe to E2B on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so just hit that subscribe button and you'll have a full catalog of previous conversations, as well as notifications when we drop new thought leadership with the Opportune team. All right, let's get right into it, folks. I know y'all are eager to hear, why are we in the studio today? Well. Most of y'all know us as a Houston-based company, right? In the heart of Texas's oil and gas industry and in one of the nations and really the world's most uh, important hubs for the industry. However, Opportune has more locations than just Houston, right? And we have more locations across Texas that help us support not only our clients, but also develop uh, our footprints in other critical business markets in the state. So what we're wanting to do with today's conversation is uh, give a little highlight to one of those other nodes and hubs in the Opportune ecosystem. So today we're highlighting the Dallas hub. Market scales here in Dallas, we figured why not just host the conversation in person. And Dallas is a booming metro, if you're not already aware. And this is you know, not only impacting the larger business sector, but also the energy sector. So what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to unpack the role that Dallas's hub here plays for Opportune's strategic vision, uh, how it plays a role in supporting Opportune's clients, but then also how the company is maneuvering some macro level, state level, and citywide changes to make the most of Dallas's presence. So here to shed some light and have some free flowing conversations, we're joined by two of Opportune's partners. I'd like to go ahead and introduce both of them. Hey y'all, we're joined by Ryan Center, partner at Opportune, and Randy Hill, partner at Opportune. How y'all doing today? Glad to be here. Hey. Doing great. Love doing it. Doing great. Thank Man, you. Y'all have a busy day. I know there's a lot of travel, um, a lot of important business conversations happening on your schedule. So the fact that you took some time to chat with us today here in the studio is a, a pleasure. So thank you again for being here. Thanks for having us. You yeah. bet. The pleasure's ours. So let's jump into it. Again, we're talking Dallas's role in uh, Opportune's larger vision, but then also how y'all see Dallas as an important hub for the industry. Before we get into all of that though, let's get the basics out of the way. I wanna hear a little bit more about your backgrounds and shed some light for our audience for how long you've been in not only this industry, but also here in Dallas playing a role at Opportune and in the larger oil and gas sector. So we'll start with Randy, break it down for us. Well, uh, it's really exciting to be here. I love the view by the way. Oh, isn't it great? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Looking out uh, Hard to beat. over the fine city of Dallas. Indeed. So, yeah, so I uh, have spent the majority of my career in public accounting. Um, I was with a big four firm for almost 40 years. Nice. Uh, was fortunate enough to uh, kind of complete my career there and then um, 
uh, had a relationship with the founder of Opportune, David Baggett. And um, uh, when I retired from the Big Four, I, uh, he and I connected and ultimately got an opportunity to kind of jump back into this market uh, and the office here. Um, and uh, just been uh, working, you know, kind of feverishly to expand our office here and uh, the opportunities that are in this great market. So super excited to be here. Yeah. Same question for you. Let's break you it bet. down. You bet. Thank you. Well, uh, uh, again, uh, honored to be here and uh, to expand this conversation today in terms of Opportune's presence in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, my particular background, I've been in professional services for about 27 years. Okay and uh, cut my teeth early on with uh, Anderson Consulting and uh, the, what became Accenture and actually on this, this very floor in this building uh, no way. many, many years That's ago. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's fun to be back in, in this space. Totally. But, but uh, it really grew my career in the, uh, the, the, the whole back office space of corporations and working with CFOs sure. and dealing with their uh, most pressing initiatives, usually around uh, strategic cost management and uh, uh, growth uh, initiatives around revenue and then also uh, cash flow optimization and process improvement. And uh, over the, uh, the last couple of decades, I've had the opportunity to work with several boutique firms and grow their respective practices and uh, build all things business transformation focused. And uh, about a year and a half ago, started having conversations with Opportune. Nice. And, uh, and as all things go, we uh, uh, started brainstorming what that market offering could look like in terms of overall expansion. And then uh, effective this year, uh, started building that out. So have been in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for really my entire life. Uh, grew up in Fort Worth and nice. then went away to school and then have been uh, working here professionally since, uh, since the late 90s. So, I mean, not only are y'all baked into this community, but uh, your experience lends itself to, uh, you know, really understanding the backbone of Opportune, its role, um, you know, in the larger industry, but then also Dallas's specific hub for Opportune's uh, strategic vision as well. And uh, I'm a Dallas guy myself, too. I grew up in McKinney. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, making it down to the Dallas Metroplex to start and launch a career has really opened up my eyes to even in the last five years, how much growth there has been in our business sector. Uh, so hopefully y'all can shed a little more light on that too. But you know, let's get the opportune perspective here. What do y'all see as the largest advantage, the largest differentiator over other competitors uh, by having a strong presence in the Dallas market, right? What role does the city play in supporting your clients and giving you that leg up? Yeah, I... Uh I think, well, as far as Opportune specific, you know, I think this firm's really built itself in the energy industry. Yeah. And so uh, I think we come to this market in a little different spot because uh, we've got a, such a rich brand is what I, I'd say, especially in the energy business, which opens a lot of doors. I mean, yeah. I think our preeminence as a firm has been built through energy. Uh, but Dallas is a different market. Uh, and so we, you know, we get a lot of doors open through that energy brand, but we also uh, have the opportunity just through the skill set that we have and the talent that we're hiring uh, to, to enable us to, to play in different industries as well, which is, is a must in this market. As you know, it's, it's, a different, it's a different market than the Houston market. Yeah. So I think we've been very fortunate to have those opportunities. 
Yeah, I think the, the biggest strength in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is that diversification, is right. that it's uh, obviously very strong in the energy space, but financial services, healthcare, right. Right. consumer goods and services. Uh, you, you have that diversification as a backbone that really helps us expand our offering space and, sure. uh, uh, and, and really go to market a lot bigger uh, then um, um, maybe the market already knows us. So we can expand conversations in a different way and, uh, and leverage this, this particular market to, to really uh, differentiate. Right. What do you see as those complementary services then that being in Dallas uh, you know, allows you to, to then say we have a holistic uh, you know, suite or portfolio of not only solutions but also expertise to give you know, energy advisory services to our clients, right? What, what node does Dallas play to get a little more specific? Well, yeah, well, I, <laughs> sorry, I, I would say that uh, you know, a lot of the services that we offer as a firm or um, I'll say organic to different industries yeah. as well, be it uh, complex financial uh, accounting and reporting, uh, valuation services, transactional due diligence, quality of earnings, and then you get into the services that, that Ryan offers, which are, I think, transportable to numerous industries in addition to energy. You bet. You bet. Specifically on that business transformation front. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's really agnostic when it comes to different industries, so to speak, which when there's major change initiatives that, that are uh, being considered, within an enterprise, whether that's an acquisition, whether it's a, uh, uh, a divestiture to a cost-cutting measure, uh, or, or something to, to just bring another level of sophistication to, to their operations. When, when you look at transformation services, when you look at process improvement, when you look at overall systems and technology and the impact that that can have across an organization, uh, we, we try to, to be as agnostic as possible when it comes to industries. And, yeah. and that helps us really expand specifically within the Dallas-Fort Worth market. I, I would add on one thing. I think that uh, one of the things that we're trying to do is build talent. I mean, yes. we're, we can go out in the market and, and bring on individuals, but I think we really make uh, making a, a significant effort to find the right talent, highly um, experienced individuals that have a, a a diversified set of skills in the market. Um, and a lot of our folks are have energy experience and some don't. But uh, we're, what we're finding is our clients, whether it's energy or non-energy, they want talent. They want yeah. to see the best available skill set in the market. Yeah, And that's what yeah. we're trying to hire. Yeah. Well, I mean, the two of you have a you know an illustrious career where you have been able to identify you know what what kinds of uh, bits of experience, what sorts of traits, qualities, skills uh, are needed to build that sort of expertise and that strong team? I mean, you were mentioning to me off camera, right? You're headed to a recruitment dinner right after this, right? right. To hopefully further expand the team. Uh, break down some of that um, you know, strategy for us, right? You, know, you don't have to break open the whole playbook necessarily, but yeah, when you're yeah, looking to that's... build out Opportune's teams, what are you looking for, right? And how do you feel that those specific skills, um, you know, that that work ethic uh, and that experience allows you to better support your clients, especially with this node here in Dallas? Sure. I mean, I'll I'll, uh, I'll say it. There's really two main components that, when you really look at 
the, the Kickstarter for conversations and, yeah. and, and identifying talent. It's leadership and problem solving, mm. right? And I don't, it really doesn't even matter what level. You know, that, that cream kind of rises to the top when you get engaged in the conversation and their ability to, to, to bring calm to, to maybe a dicey situation or where there's a lot of change that uh, is, is underway. And, uh, and organizations need that leadership to help guide through the waters, so to speak, to, to ensure that there, there's a smooth landing as change is induced and um, you know, their processes change or a, a, a new re, uh, accounting pronouncement's being implemented right. and there's a treatment strategy for that, that that has to be anchored and implemented. And, uh, and so that, that leadership is a key ingredient. The problem solving is a bit intuitively obvious, right? We right. go into complex situations that, that uh, again, need that leadership to help guide the waters, but the problem solving to break things down into manageable pieces. Yes. That from a program management, project management discipline, that we have the ability to get things done. We get it done quickly and we, and we do it the right way. Right. And, and it brings value to the organization. And so that really is the, the, the core crux of our brand. Um, that, uh, that when we're looking at bringing on talent into the business, we have to have those attributes and, uh, and they're identified quickly. Absolutely. One thing I'd add on to that, I think that that's right on point is that we, uh, one of the differentiators I see with our firm maybe versus some others is that we're actually doing the work with our teams. Yeah. Uh, Ryan and I are not just pure business development individuals that are here sure. uh, just to come do podcasts and have, have a great view outside of the, the building. Hitting a nice dinner. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, all that sort of stuff. We're actually, uh, we're in, in with the teams doing, yeah. doing the work with them. And uh, that's a differentiator versus what I think are several of our competitors. So that's a key thing to our recruitment as well. We're going to, just from a cultural perspective, we're going to be in, in the details with our, with our teams. Well, that matters a lot too. I mean, especially especially if you can identify, you know, let's call it young blood, right? That has that kind of problem solving, um, uh, you know, skill set that has the work ethic, but maybe doesn't have the full breadth of experience in the industry yet. Being able to learn from leadership that is in the weeds with you. I mean, there's honestly no comparison. Yeah. Um, it's what I valued a lot about, like my journalism education, for example, and I'm sure when you're dealing with, like you said, massive business transformations, um, you know, um, financial projects that are worth millions, if not billions of dollars, right? Being able to get in the weeds and do so accurately and efficiently, uh, is pro I mean, yeah. probably way more than prepping a podcast interview, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I can see why that kind of leadership and that um, work, or that kind of business model structure would be so useful. Um, yeah. yeah. So then playing off of that, um, you know, we, we obviously understand the importance of Houston's market. We understand the importance of Dallas's market in this larger sector. What would you say is the sort of synergy between the two, right? Uh, how does Dallas's mm, presence help support some of the operations and the services that are more common in Houston than the other way around, right? Talk about that back and forth, that relationship. Yeah, I can start. I, I haven't lived in both cities. Nice. Uh, I lived in Houston for 20 plus years. Okay, love it. Grew up in Fort Worth, this guy's hometown. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, went to Houston and wound up uh, back in Dallas about uh, 17 years ago. So okay. I've seen kind of both um, 
both cities and how they both operate. They, and they are very different. There's no question about that. But I think one of the keys to Opportune is that, you know, we're able to, because there is energy in both cities, we are able to kind of cross-share our, our relationships. Yeah. And especially in private equity piece of the business and uh, in our resources as well. I mean, we have teams in Houston that are working in Dallas and, and building our resources here, we're able to support and work on you know, different clients that may be in the energy business up in, uh, down in Houston. Uh, I'd say in addition to that, just leveraging the skill sets that we have in our Houston office as we're really building out this practice in this market has been a huge benefit it, with energy and I'll say our non-energy clients mm. that we've been able to attract. So it's been a win-win. A and again, I say the brand, it's nice to be trying to work to build an office when you have such a substantial brand that's already in place. Very true. Helps, uh, you know, have that foundation to build off of. Right. Like said. Yeah. And then, you know, with that kind of foundation then, it would naturally prepare you for any sort of rapid changes to the industry, to the company. Um, and so to wrap things up, I want to get y'all's sort of future-focused perspectives here. Um, the energy industry sort of at large is always going through crazy ups and downs. Um, I know you serve non-energy clients too, but um, you know, that's really where Opportune has mm, sharpened its, you know, its skills and its services. So with everything that's going on geopolitically, domestically, to influence the larger market, what trends do you see heading into 2023 that are influencing Opportune's strategic vision uh, and specifically Dallas's role in that strategic vision, right? Break those trends down and how y'all plan to respond or the impact that you see them having on, on y'all's plans moving forward. Sure. I mean, the uh, I mean, ju just to hit on the from from an energy perspective yep. and, and very broadly speaking, I think going into 23 and beyond, you're, you're going to see a significant amount of uh, CapEx being deployed and making investments into into organizations because commodity prices are higher. Yeah. And and candidly, we, we really when you look at the market, we, we're not going to see it you know, fall tremendously uh, in any time in the near future. Uh, you mentioned it is cyclical, and it absolutely is. Uh, but but right now we're we're riding you know the on the higher side of that cycle. Yep. And and when that happens, you see a lot of capex uh, capital expenditures get deployed uh, into investments into organizations, and and certainly that benefits uh, us as practitioners as helping with special projects and uh, bringing modifications into businesses, whether that's process improvement or technology or. Uh, looking at uh, potential acquisitions or, or tuck-ins into the organization that that really gets the sweet spot of, of us as a firm sure. in the market. And, and so we, we want to capitalize on that. Uh, but what that also does with the growth in that, that particular area, it helps us make investments for us as a firm into other areas to expand our footprint. And that, that could be new service lines, and, mm -hmm. it, and it certainly is where we're making some investments. Uh, in addition to that, uh, market expansion, obviously, and you know, the genesis of this conversation, uh, but but then also you know, moving over into other industries and, and being able to bring uh, you know the, the the level of expertise we have from an energy perspective, but taking that leadership and problem solving into a healthcare uh, organization or into right. a consumer goods and services organization, 
and uh, leveraging on that diversified marketplace like Dallas-Fort Worth right. uh, to where you know, we can execute on our growth strategy. So you know, it all dovetails in together in, in terms of an enabling uh, both you know, the, you know, what we see within the energy space, but, uh, but how we're able to, to make those investments in other areas. Yeah, I know, I 100% agree. I think the way I look at it, we're super fortunate to have a great brand. I mean, while we're somewhat of a startup in this market, uh, just because of uh, where we are. I mean, it, sure. it, it, that's where we are. We're, I, I kind of look at it somewhat o organically as a, as a new build, uh, but we've got this great brand. And so yeah. we're, we want to take advantage of that. Uh, there's very few companies, I think, that can say, hey, I'm starting a business, but I already have a great brand, and we do. So we, yeah. we want to leverage that, and, and that primarily that's going to leverage us into uh, uh, the energy space, which is great. And, you know, just to highlight on Dallas's growth right now, um, you know, I was just refreshing myself on the most recent reports, and Dallas is still leading U.S. cities in small business job growth in, um, you know, it was last year, it was the largest growing metroplex um, in terms of population. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are seizing the opportunity to come into Dallas and to plant their flag. And that can be either, you know, other competitors to opportune, but also potential clients, right? And so I'm curious then, you know, you've laid out some strategies for how opportune is differentiating itself. With that context in mind, right, that Dallas is continuing to grow. And if anything, we're still riding that that mm, growth wave for the whole city, what does Opportune see as its you know, future steps to continue to stay one step ahead, continue to stay competitive, and offer clients something that really does take advantage of Dallas's diversified markets like you were talking about? Yeah. I'll, I'll start and let, let Ryan jump in. I think we, we need uh, critical mass. Mm. Uh, I think we need size, we need scope, um, and I think we're, we're gonna be able to build that out over time. I think uh, we need to do more of this where it's word of mouth, get the, get the name out, the brand out. Again, I think uh, leverage the awesome brand that we have and just make it more visible in the marketplace mm -hmm. uh, because those opportunities are there. Uh, I think you just mentioned some key things. This is a very uh, vibrant economy, mm -hmm. even in somewhat of a downturn nationally. We're still in a great spot in uh, multiple different industries. Totally. And uh, I think it's consulting rich environment. We just need to be uh, expanding our brand in the marketplace. And once people see our talent, I think they're ready to jump in with us. And I think we've been super fortunate there. Seeing is believing, right? Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. I, and the, the only thing I'll add to that really is in continued investments, mm. right? Whether that's thought leadership and, uh, and research uh, it, going across that diversified marketplace that, that we uh, fortunately live in, in in the Dallas market. And, and, and with that, it, 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 it cradles top talent, right? Being able to, uh, as we get that critical mass, that we leverage that talent to, to, to really be aggressive in the market with, with thought leadership and new offerings and addressing those unique situations that our clients are faced with and, uh, and, and building that credibility in, in terms of you know, how we can help organizations. For sure. And both with our past and, and how we've been able to, to, to solve the, the most complex problems, but, uh, but having the research and the services to provide you know, that new wave, right? Mm -hmm. We're gonna see an unprecedented amount of change over the next five years when it comes to capital markets, 
financial institutions and some of the complexities that they're going to be faced with, as well as healthcare. And, uh, and, and you know, a lot of that is the emergence of you know, coming out of the pandemic. And uh, let's face it, you know, business is done differently now. Yeah, very and, fair. And, and we, we have to adapt to that and, uh, and, and most importantly, bring that leadership to, to the market that, uh, that, that will help uh, all organizations uh, that we serve be successful. Hey, Ryan, I think um, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Fort Worth. <laughs> uh, let's loop we, them in. We are the DFW we, Metroplex, we have, right? Yeah. I mean, I live in Dallas, uh, been here, you know, since I moved back to the area, but I did grow up in Fort Worth and, and he's a staple in the Fort Worth community. And Love it. that is a very, very uh, thriving uh, business culture over there as well. Yep. So maybe just spend a minute and talk about that because that's part of our our goal is to tap into that market effectively as well. And what, cre create some unity between the Dallas and Fort Worth? I'm not sure I, that's going to happen. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, We're building I'm bridges bullish. here, okay? <laughs> no, I'm, I am bullish on just when you, you mentioned earlier the growth and that we continue to be the fastest grow, uh, growth major metropolitan area yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. in, in the country. And, and you look at the convergence between the Dallas and Fort Worth communities that, uh, shoot, 20 years ago, you, you, you could go down I-30 and for 20 mile stretch, there, there really wasn't a whole lot that, that connected the communities except the city of Arlington, which right. in its own right was a, a very uh, unique and distinct community. Right. But, but now, you know, as we look out west right here, it has all converged together yeah, and absolutely. into that major metropolitan area, a la the Metroplex. Yep. But, but the beauty behind that is taking the strengths of, of uh, both Dallas and Tarrant counties and the surrounding counties that our ability to attract major corporations uh, into the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I mean, you have you know, Toyota Financial Services now, now based in, in North Dallas. Uh, you, you have uh, a major network uh, for, uh, for Facebook or Meta yeah. uh, with uh, their data centers at the Alliance area in North Fort Worth, but then Burlington Northern Santa Fe based in, in Fort Worth. And major, major companies that, uh, you know, Fortune 50 type companies that, that are in the, you know, the, the greater Tarrant County. And, uh, and again, I think that, you know, the opportunities in that diversified um, you know, economic subset in terms of, uh, of those industries that uh, it, it all dovetails in together. And, and when you look at serving the, the, the broader market as one and, and having critical mass across all those markets, uh, you're going to be enormously successful and in uh, treating it as one market as opposed to just the Dallas market Absolutely. or just the Fort Worth market. And of course, you know, you, over the years we've had the cross Crosstown rivalries hey. and, and and that that's super fun and there are very unique attributes to to, to what we love to call Cowtown right. and uh, where the West begins and you know I'm a, a proud member of that community but uh, but I, I would say I'm even prouder of being part of the the, the broader Metroplex yeah. and and the uniqueness that we have in in North America uh, let alone the United States and yeah. and the and the fact that we are so attractive for companies to come and operate. The amount of talent in this market and, uh, and the ability to be successful uh, is, uh, is just is an enormous platform, totally. enormous platform. So uh, we will leverage that platform Absolutely. along with our brand of Opportune and, and uh, we, we look forward to the road ahead. So 
Speaking of, I know you'll have some important business meetings to get to, and uh, you know these meetings are going to help yeah. continue to grow the brand and bring in some fresh blood into the company to, again, bring that fire uh, to um, Opportune's strategic vision here. So I really appreciate y'all taking some time today to chat about how you see Dallas's uh, you know, node here in the larger ecosystem play a role in Opportune's future. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have future conversations here with the rest of y'all's teams. So thank you again for joining us here in the Market Scale Studios. Again, folks, we've been joined by Ryan Center. He's a partner at Opportune, as well as Randy Hill, also a partner at Opportune. Thank you to the two of you. And uh, if folks want to get in touch, they want to pick your brain a little bit more, how can they do so, right? Where should we point them? Well, I think uh, if you come to the Opportune website, that's one way. Easy Opportune.com or it's rhill at opportune.com, which is super simple. Love to love to connect and uh, sit down and have coffee or lunch and, and uh, talk shop. See if we can talk shop. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Same Likewise, for you. rcenter at opportune.com. Uh, but uh, I think, yeah, the, the easiest place is to you know go to the website and You'll be able to navigate through our different service offerings, yep. our key contacts, and our leadership group, and, and it will point you in the right direction. Easy enough, y'all. Thanks for having us. Of course. Thank no, you. and you're always welcome in the studio. And folks, I have a feeling we'll be having more of the Dallas office here in studio. So hope you enjoyed this in-person opportune interview. I really appreciate y'all sitting down with us. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you everyone for joining us here on another episode of E2B Energy to Business, an opportune podcast. If you like what you heard and saw today and you want some previous episodes, make sure you're heading to our website, like our two guests said, opportune.com. You'll find not only other episodes of the show, but also other important information about our solutions and services and other uh, great opportune content in general. You can also subscribe to E2B on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and we'll catch you on the next episode of E2B.